Hey, you all, a special thank you to our amazing and growing Patreon.com patrons. Robin, Jenny, Anna, Barbara, Andrea, Diane, Susie, Stephanie, Erica, Terry, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, my eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon.com, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on Patreon.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. The link is also in the show notes. Now let's get to it. Designers, as Heidi said, for this challenge, you'll be creating an avant-garde look inspired by your model's hairstyle. This look does not have to be practical. It doesn't even have to be very wearable. An avant-garde look is by definition ambitious. Because of that, you will be working in teams of two. Of you lovely listeners welcome back into the workroom a labor of love dedicated to project runway i am Ernez, and i always need another look and i'm nayland and i'm here to say mediocrity is a hell of a drug <laughs> perfect 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 <laughs> perfect nayland Hi, Ernest. It's so good to keep talking to you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, like, how about this episode? What um, a lot! What a lot of people being anxious. I mean, yeah. This episode. There, yeah. There's a lot of that going on. A lot of you know heavy sighs, and mm-hmm. you know wiping of the face with your hands. Um, I have to say that I've started to feel really sorry for our designers. So um, <laughs> I'm, I, I have, I have like extreme sympathy for them, but, mm-hmm. um, and they're suffering, their relative suffering in 2007. So listeners, <laughs> just to remind you all, we're going down our vintage journey with season four. And we're talking about episode eight today. And, mm-hmm. um, welcome you've made it to the avant-garde challenge and i don't think Mm. i'm really spoiling anything but uh this is one of my favorite episodes of this season Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll get into that but before we get into that listeners just remind you remind you all please send in your questions or gossips or rants to us at in the workroom at gmail.com and that is i in the workroom and we're on instagram at the workroom podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the workroom, where it's just a bunch of amazing people sharing articles. And um, so, you know, can be a part of that community if you still feel comfortable with being on Facebook. And then also I, I release the cheat sheets on there, but they're also in the show notes. So when, when we get there, I'll prompt you and the show notes are um, oh, the show notes. There's a link to the actual cheat sheet page. And also to remind you all that we have started dropping our bonus episodes on our Patreon. 
So for our wonderful Patreon patrons out there, episode three of our bonus journey into uh, style with Elsa Clinch is available. <laughs> so I'm um, on there with Patricia, who is sort of like guiding me through this CNN fashion journalistic uh, um, wonderful program that I'd never heard of, but thanks to Patricia, we're we're in there. So we're we're talking about Mark Jacobs and Anna Molinari um, this this episode. Um, yeah. So I I just also want to say quickly that yes. um, in a time when everything uh, seems to either be falling down or on fire or both. <laughs> Um, getting your um, communications about your obsessions with this show is so delightful. It's so please do not hold back if you if you have ever thought that you would you'd want to write something. It's it's so fun to to read what you have to say. Yes. So thank you, everybody who's already written in, but. Um, but also, yeah, it's great. Yeah, thank you so much. And you know who you are. And we got this wonderful letter that I um that I'm hoping you went read through the whole thing, Nalen, because it, mm-hmm. it was great. Um, if you if you're geeking out to us, if you're geeking out with us, please let us know because it's mm-hmm. it, yeah no it's it's great to know that we're all we're all out there together. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, this thing was started because people would look at us strangely at parties. <laughs> So we, <laughs> so, so we're right there with you. And so, what I'm so happy about is that, like, okay, because season four is a special holds a special place in my heart, um, because it's it was uh, I I watched this show with my community in Philly when I when I lived there, and I didn't know you yet, Naylan. So it's so mm-hmm. glad I'm so glad I'm able to go with you and Patricia through this because this really is one of my favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and also before we go forward, since you weren't on the podcast on the last episode, if you have any thoughts or if you want to sort of like, you know, meld that in with this episode before we go forward. My, I, I mean, my only question, like, I remember, I, I remember like looking over it and, um, how many years difference between Christian and Christian's client? I think I would say three to four is the estimate. Yeah. Yeah. Three to four years. Yeah. And, and really, man, that, that sort of tells the whole story of that episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, that's somebody who, um, they would have been in high school together. Yes. Yeah. Senior and freshman. That yeah is, yeah it's yeah it is so yeah, yeah. it says a lot um mm-hmm. it's so funny like I, I i don't know why i've been thinking about maddie this week also mm-hmm. because um i i don't know why i've been adding two years onto christian siriano's age for some reason I'm like oh no christian siriano was 23 no no 21 mm-hmm. christian was 21 on the show um but also just in terms of how they would cast for that and right. how, you know, be above and beyond all of the other high schoolers that were cast on the show that Maddie was by far the most interesting. Mm-hmm. And it really stood out how uh, 
like how you know i'm just seeing like what was i like in high school would i have even tried out for this show would i be interesting maybe they would edit me out and so she's mm -hmm. also thinking about those other high schoolers who we didn't really hear that much from but um i think if i had gotten a senior a, an equivalent to my freshman a senior as the person who was designing for me then i also wouldn't be intimidated at all I'd be like this is what i want Right. <laughs> right. And 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 nothing is more irritating to a precocious person than being asked to sit at the kids table. Yes. <laughs> by by an even more precocious person is like, wait a second, I'm supposed to be the genius in this room. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. You're not the only one anymore. <laughs> oh, I meant that applied to both of them. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Yes. That makes sense. I was applying it. <laughs> I just assume you're applying it to Christian, but yes, you're, yeah, <laughs> totally correct. Yeah. Um, all right. So, all right. We, so, uh, yeah. So we, we open the way we usually do in the Gotham city apartments and, uh, it's sort of just Christian getting over how mm -hmm. he almost got eliminated and he's still blaming Maddie. It's not Maddie's fault, Christian. No. It is not. It is not. I mean, and and uh, all, all credit due, this is a lesson that it seems like he learned. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, down the road, mm -hmm. like, um, it, it seems like he's really embraced strong clients who have a point of view. Yep. Um, and uh, and so, you know, he still makes everything obsessively about himself. Um, as we've seen in his role as a mentor, but uh, but it's uh, in terms of uh, building a sustainable design business, it seems clear that he's been able to broaden his worldview yeah. over the years. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. And I will, that's another thing that I'm obsessed over. Is Maddie a current client? No. Oh. <laughs> I think she may be. I think she may be. Uh, all right. So. Let's get to the runway with Heidi. Yep. And so she comes on out. And of course, she's swinging a button bag. Mm -hmm. And she goes, before I give you your challenge, let's bring out your models. So the models come from behind the scrim. And there is a hair theme going on. Mm -hmm. So the challenge essentially is that they are to create an avant-garde look inspired by their model's hair mm -hmm. and Heidi is giving them the directive to push themselves to make something artistic and creative and forward looking. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, but also there's the added drama that they're going to lose two models this week since last week was with the prom challenge. And also um, it, it seems like for this one, they get to choose. So it's not like a winner takes and or or gets to choose whether or not they they swap models. Well, no, I think the winner does because isn't it? Um, uh, didn't Victoria win? Yeah, so she gets to choose she get, first. She gets first pick. Yeah, yeah, and so they all get to choose their um, and to choose models. They're not like assigned the same one right. from last time. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. There there wasn't really that much drama. Because there isn't. The models aren't allowed to speak. They're only allowed to, like, you know, um, nod that it's okay when they don't get picked or right. have, like, a little mew of 
um, of disappointment or whatever, and then boom, we're gone. We don't we don't know who these people are anyway. Yeah, because I mean, the only person we really know is Lee. For some reason, Lee's name keeps coming up. Right, because somebody takes. Yeah, sweet sweet Chris- Pete takes Lee away from Christian. Right. So Christian had Lee, and so Christian has to go back to the other model that he chose to give up right. for Lee last week. Right, who he says is so high fashion. So high fashion, but she wasn't high fashion before Lee. Now she's high fashion. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, Ricky is the last person to choose. And, uh, you know, Ricky's doing this thing where he's like, I'm sorry, ladies. I'm going to do something. I'm going to hurt your feelings. But, you know, that's life. Life isn't fair. So um, I would like to play with Amanda. So he chooses yes. Amanda, who has like this huge bouffant, um, like 50 style hair so everyone mm. is pretty much it's in so for this one i i thought this was an interesting way of choosing a model because it's almost like the most the more dramatic your hair of course it for an avant-garde challenge uh it boded well for you to have your hair a certain way so i felt mm-hmm. kind of sorry for the other two women um although i i'm i'm okay with them not choosing the 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 white model with the pseudo dreadlocks so mm-hmm. like yeah totally i was glad that. of that too yeah i'm i'm all right that ricky didn't choose that so um all right so heidi sends them back to the workroom where tim gunn fills in a little bit more of the challenge yes so it's avant-garde. It has to be um, experimental. It doesn't even have to be particularly wearable. Right. Um, you know, it just has to be wonderful. They get, um, what is it? They get um, $300. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but of course, um they're um because they have not suffered enough um they are it turns out that it's a team challenge because by definition avant-garde means being ambitious being ambitious right so there has to be a team (laughs) and not only does there have to be a team there has to be a team leader yes (laughs) um so unfair (laughs) Uh, I mean, you know, so, so much for collectivism. I know. Um, <laughs> uh, and then um, what else? What else do they come up with? Well, I guess that's it. They get yeah, three hundred dollars. They have to go to mood. Yeah, they get two days to do this. Right. Um, and uh, t- so team one is Kid Pistol and Ricky. Right. Team two is Sweet Pea and Rami. Right. Team three is Chris and Christian. Mm-hmm. And then team four is Victoria and Jill, who I, I, I just, it's just basically a team of like, we talk like this. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, team. Yeah. So. yeah. So, like the team of silent daggers and stress. Yes. It's just, oh, <laughs> oh I'm just really worried about our time. Yeah, yeah. Time is such an issue. Um, but it seems, cause it seems like everyone's pretty okay with each other, especially right. Christian understands the advantage of having Chris March as a team. Um, as For a, this as kind a of challenge. Right. Because, because, if there's one thing that Chris is known for, it's bit, it's it's going big, right? Like right. it's not, you know, um, uh, it, it, you know, he he's known for being able to execute impact, yeah. 
Um, Sweepy's ex- like excited to be a like second one picked mm-hmm. and working with Rami. Um, <laughs> um, she's like, oh, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, Rami. that's fantastic. Cool, that's I'll fantastic. take Rami. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's all a little. Um... But the other thing about this is that they have to. They they each picked a model based on hairstyle. Now, like that gets cut down in half. Right, right. Because they have to pick the one model that's going to be the inspiration, the one hairstyle that's going to be the inspiration for the look. Mm-hmm. So that's also like a weird thing, right? Yeah. That, that our got cut in half. Yeah. So anyway, um, they they're in their teams. They're talking. Uh, they're kind of chatting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Deciding who the team leader is, basically. Yes. Um, so we, we do see with Chris and Christian that Chris March is looking at Christian going, well, since you work with Alexander McQueen, do you right. want to be team leader? And I have a feeling that that Christian Siriano walks in onto this set with like a, you know, a director's chair that says on the back i worked for alexander mcqueen they've just labeled christian throughout the season as someone who worked with vivian westwood alexander mcqueen everyone's so impressed by this mm-hmm. um but also the two of them have been team leaders where they were on the bottom <laughs> right so christian right. almost got eliminated for being team leader and chris did get eliminated for being team leader yeah and that's i'm i mean that's one of the things that sort of cracks me up is it in this conversation that christian goes like oh i mm. I could get, uh, I could get eliminated, <laughs> and, and you hear, and you hear Chris March go, "I that happened to me." Yeah, it's like I already. <laughs> like, I, I, can I, you I, just kind of take one? Can you take one now? <laughs> just... <laughs> well, and it's also, I, I think that it's, I, it's this challenge is also really reminds me. This episode really reminds me of one of the things that I really loved about Chris March. Um, out of this season, which is that he's there's a certain level of like, all right, the worst has possibly happened. The worst thing that could happen <laughs> has happened to me. So everything else from here on out is gravy, and I kind of don't care. And it's like, yeah. and this is a little ridiculous. And yeah. I think he has like a really bemused um, take on Christian. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of like, all right, you little papillon dog, like, yap around and do whatever it is that you're going to do. And fine, we'll be able, we'll do whatever. It's Mm not, you know, it's at this point. Yeah, I've already, I have already come back from the dead once. So, so, you know, I, I have nothing to fear. Exactly. Um, Yeah, no, Chris is having a great time. Right. Um, uh, you know, Sweepy and Rami decide very quickly that Rami's um, going to be in charge. Yeah. I feel like there's um, there's really no way around that. Yeah. Um, no. No, there's no. This is we learn a lot about Rami in this episode. Yeah, we do. Well, we will pick uh, up on that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Uh, also, because I wanted to touch on wait, so yeah, so like uh, Kit Pistol and and Ricky, right? They it was it seemed like it was a little bit more organic because they're mm-hmm. looking at their models' hair. First of all, there's this whole 
a dramatic choosing. Everyone is like, um, I think I'll choose Marcia's hair because she has this braid. And um, right. I'm so sorry, other model whose name we don't really care about right now because we're not using it right now. Yeah, Marcia's hair. And another model go, well, you know, she's is, everyone's very gracious about it. It's like, no, 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 that's totally fine. I totally get it. I'm not going to work this. I won't be seen this episode. Okay. All right. But for team Ricky, team Pistol, Ricky is like, listen, we're going to do this in the most diplomatic way, meaning that I'm naturally a mean person with no tact. Right. And so I choose to rewrite the very definition of diplomacy. I'm just like, listen, your hair is boring. Her hair is better. We choose you. Bye. Sit right. down. It was very weird <laughs> to me. It was such a strange way of treating these, these ladies. Um, but they chose this uh, model because her hair looked like a bird's nest to them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of right. like an upturn, a very yes. tough, tough upturn. And then I think Kid Pistol just started talking about it. And then it was like, well, it's my idea. I guess I'll be the team leader yeah. of how to respond to this. So, um, and then we have team talks like this with Victoria and right. Jillian. Right. Where I think they've already chosen, and the model's name is Jacqueline. Right. And Jacqueline has sort of like five ponytails of extensions yes. down the center of her head that looks like a mohawk and um or a horse and so right <laughs> so they're like yes. okay horse's mane yeah yeah they're like oh it's 80s punk vibe and and jillian says just words that just go straight to my heart just just warms my 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 heart where she's like i want to make an apocalyptic dramatic trench coat i'm like i love you jillian <laughs> i love you this is great so exciting um yeah, and so the, I mean, those are the teams, pretty much. Right, and but then when it comes for them to pick the leader, um, oh, right, yeah, it's it's a little bit like, well, both of us really like to like wait for the other person to fuck up. So yeah. which, so I, I'll wait it out. No, no I, I actually want to wait it out. Do well, you... why don't? Well, why don't we toss a coin? And then yeah, it's clear that they don't have a, a coin, so they find like a coin substitute <laughs> with like the lid of a jar. Yeah. And it ends up um uh it's Victoria, right? Is the it's the leader. Yeah. Yeah. And then she asks Jillian, Are you okay with that? And Jillian goes, No. I'm like, Yes, you are, Jillian. You're relieved. She's yeah. like, Well, I just wish that I had I just we'll we'll need to just sort of solidify where we're going with these concepts. I'm just like, listen, right. you guys, you can't have you can't have it both ways. All right, so Victoria's a team leader. Thank God. A decision has yeah. been made. Um All right. So, now they go to mood. Mhm. With $300. <laughs> yes. It's... I, I want to say, like, before they get there, there's yeah. um, we also see Rami sketching something. Right, right. Which uh, does not arrive later on. Oh, like, I don't remember like, the sketch. I mean, uh, yeah, take a look at the sketch. It's um, it's it's very different than what he ends up doing. Interesting. Do you like the sketch better than what he ends up doing? I mean, he talks about it being this contrast between hard and soft, which oh, right. is, which so I mean, groundbreaking. if you so had innovative. a contrast between hard and soft on your um, project runway, um, maybe it's like at 502, you can sort of see it. Okay. 
on the on the daily mode. Actually, though, I think we're looking at different daily motion um, uh, versions. So maybe that's maybe that's not right. Okay. Anyway, um, if you had if you had contrast between hard and soft on your Project Runway designer cliche bingo card then <laughs> fill that in now <laughs> that can be a prolonged drinking game yeah exactly you know it, it just it'll yeah. just last a season so every time yeah. someone says you know what i i really am gonna think of this really novel thing that no one has ever thought of yeah. it's just you know contrast yeah hard and soft and like hard okay, and soft great. architectural and flowing yeah masculine and feminine masculine, feminine because yeah. it's just so there's such a duality there yeah um yeah yeah he's basically drawing like a pantsuit and then there's like a, a like there's a, like a, a gown on the other side anyway yeah yeah it, we'll, we'll we will see um, a version of it <laughs> yes um okay. okay so then they go off to mood right they go off to mood and the only thing that I really took note of here is that Chris March and Christian Siriano were able to afford 50 yards of organza. Uh-huh. Is that right? Does that sound right? I mean, who knows what the quality of the organza is? Okay. But also this is, you see Chris going, you see Chris Marsh going, there's no way that this is 50 yards. Oh like, yeah, because he was holding a bolt that had right. no organza on it. Yeah, so so I think I, like Christian comes up with this idea of like their gown's going to be all these like circles and circles and circles and circles of of organza. Yeah, and this is exactly in March's wheelhouse. Like he knows how to how to make like a big high volume dress. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that Christian probably went for the most deluxe fabric. <laughs> and then Chris was like, this isn't 50 yards. Like if you're actually going to do this, oh, yeah. we have to go over here to El Cheapo fabric. So we can get, so that we can get enough. That we need. Okay. Right. Huh? Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Cause it's like, that's the thing that's actually going to have the impact. Right. Right. And you need 50 yards to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. But I mean, anything else about this trip to mood? No, there, I mean, you know, there, there, there isn't like the usual mood, like crisis, um, you, you know, crisis meltdown. Mm -hmm. It's like everybody kind of gets their act together and heads on out. Yeah. All right. So they say goodbye to mood. Mm -hmm. We head back to the workroom with 13 hours to go in day one. And, um, yeah, we, we're kind of getting a little bit into how people are constructing these garments because w once we get in there, of course, everyone's taken out all of their stuff. Everyone's bought a lot of fabric. and Right, because avant-garde means a lot of fabric. Yeah, because how are you going to get that volume without at least 45, now we know, 45 yards of something. <laughs> and also, Kit wants to make a gigantic apron gown thing but layered. So she's also doing circles, sort of like how yes. Chris and Christian are doing the circles and circles and circles of organza. They're doing the uh, gigantic circle hoop skirt, but every layer of the circle is like with, with graded, 
graduated layers of fabric and every layer is a different type of fabric. Right. And so I don't know who built this, but someone has already built a hoop. I mean, I, my bet would be Ricky Mm -hmm. because, um, because using boning in that way is close to corsetry and he knows corsetry. Right. Right. Okay, because it was it felt kind of fast. I mean, also the editing is so quick. I'm I'm realizing it just they move us forward. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah, he's built a hoop, um, and they're doing they're they're starting off starting off with muslin, and then um, we have a divvying of jobs with teen talks like this, making yeah. a coat, and jumpers and mm-hmm. a shirt. So they're they're still doing this punk vibe with it sounds like they're also doing they're 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 melding the the punk mohawk with mm-hmm. the horse hair. <laughs> so Yeah. Uh yeah, they're fussing over a collar mm-hmm. whether it's up or down. Mm-hmm. They're both, you know, they're they're um they're I think the thing is that they're both really detail oriented. Yeah. And um and so I you know, their ability to um, actually turn out pieces is quite, you know, that that's a problem because they both get bogged down in details. Yeah. One, one of the things that I love about them, though, I do think that Jillian is probably the most skilled team player because in, I think on two previous challenges, she's worked with Rami. There have been a lot right. of team challenges this season. Um She's been able to work with Rami well, even with her neuroses. And then we have Victoria, who's also very neurotic. Um, but they're both incredibly, they're very capable on on their ends of, you know, passive aggressively mm-hmm. pulling out something that's well made. So mm-hmm. it's sort of like, they're like, right. Oh, but at the same time, oh, worrying oh. about what the other person is doing. Exactly. That's just how they're going to be. Like that was like, that was the thing <laughs> that characterized their relationship with Kevin. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like the panic about like, is he getting done what he needs to get done? And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, Rami is just kind of like draping like crazy and uh, occasionally remembering that Sweet Pea is also part of the team. Yeah. But he's been kind of relegated to making like some pants. Yeah. That, that go under this he, dress. He's just sort of like sitting on top. I, I call it asshole mountain. Just 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 uh, sort of on his high <laughs> asshole summit, looking down at Sweet Pea, going, Sweet Pea, can you even make pants? Yeah. I mean, can you do that, Sweet Pea? And she goes, Yeah, I can make a pair of pants. <gasps> can you, Sweet Pea? It was oh, it's so frustrating, and uh, and it's clear that that we I don't think we've seen her make pants. She's made dresses, and she knows that that's her strength and uh, has a ton of questions about these pair of pants for, for Rami. And I don't know mm-hmm. if he, uh, if he had any modicum of patience for her and she just sort of wore it down because like, you know what? I have a threshold of four questions and she asked like the fifth question and all of a sudden he's like, I don't trust you. You can't make pants. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's only, she's only 15 years older than he is. <laughs> That is not old enough. She's still I, I mean, not I, experienced enough for for an equivalent of thirty one year old Rami. Just yeah, yeah. Um, 
so they're they, you know they they sew into the end of the first day and then we go back to the hotels they're all like kind of freaking out right yeah because i think they they don't know i would say like rami's like why is it more done i'm the team leader it it also seems like people are freaked out because since we've had so many uh team challenges where it's clear that if you are team leader and you lose you're going home mm-hmm. and they see they see the pattern and i think right. that's also contributing to to rami's uh just terribleness yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah um all right so ready for day two here we go into day two. Yes. Yeah, so we start off with Rami and Sweepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're discussing the avant-garde piece where, um, uh, but I would say the avant-garde piece because Rami is working on what he calls like a drape corseted dress. And this, so that's the soft, but also the hard because there's a corset in it. But right. then Sweepy is working on the really, uh, pretty boring pair of black trousers that's essentially all that right. she's making so i feel which, like she's trying to assert i have herself to say like in the in in basically like they are superfluous to the design so really what sweepy is making is underwear right exactly that just happened to be like in the form of navy trousers okay yeah and these are these trousers are navy and the colors of the of the dress that he's making, it seems like they're just levels of grays and greens and maybe some purple in there. I, I it's all like very dry. Dust, dusty pastels. Yes, yeah. Right. Dirty. So there's, there's some peach. That's all. It's all like super subdued. Yeah. Everybody's color choices this week are like a little bit confusing to me. Yeah. So, um, Tim. Um, has them all gather around. Right. And then what happens? Dun, dun, dun. I have a special announcement, designers. And, of course, they're freaked out because they're traumatized. And right. it's like, so um, there will be another look walking down the runway tomorrow. They are supposed to make a ready-to-wear companion piece <laughs> that is inspired by their avant-garde piece. Not mm-hmm. only that, but it's going to walk the runway tomorrow. So it's not like they get an extra day or, or right. they, they do get maybe like an extra two hours, meaning they'll, they'll work until 1 a.m. Someone has to go to Mood right. to shop for extra fabric. They get an extra, I think, $150 right. and they get 15 minutes to shop and they get 10 minutes to caucus. <laughs> Yeah. Which in Tim Oh, no, they, speaks... get, they get 15 minutes to caucus. Okay, they get 15 they... minutes to caucus. But it's also, um, it it is, um, it is a completely pointless twist. <laughs> right. Like, like, create is this it pointless? Tim, Tim makes a point. Universe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's no, no, we're gonna there's say. no reason for this. And w- one thing that I love is, like, you know, Sweepy breaks out, like, you know, number 20 of her, like, 150 worried expressions. Right. Victoria does an exquisite <laughs> eye roll. <laughs> and, and Christian brandishes a pair of scissors in Tim's direction. 
like like Christian is like opens his mouth like he's gonna say something and is like ready to like stab Tim with scissors. I know, I love it. It was just like, um, in my in my notes because I was like, will this be a an episode title? Because his face goes, wait, avant garde? No, on guard. Let's fight. Yeah. Like, just like... <laughs> yeah. I, I will cut you. <laughs> yeah, so no, it, I mean, it, 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 yeah, there, it's just a great panorama <laughs> of of all of the designers just really looking at Tim with like utter hatred. Oh, yeah, they're all they're all really like pissed. They're so upset. And so they're asking because um, later on, they're just like, Victoria, what did you what did you think? When Tim told you that you had to make a second look, he's like, I felt nausea, anger. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to wring my neck, uh, run to wring Tim's neck. I wanted to punch <laughs> it through a wall. And I'm pretty sure she listed off a bunch of stuff, but they just, you know, cut in two things. Right. Um, yeah, everyone is shocked and appalled at this. So, <laughs> so they quickly caucus and... You know they're they're all like making little sketches, right? Figuring out who's gonna go shop. Yeah, and it's pretty it's pretty quick because it has to be, but right. it looks as if they are sort of you know getting into this. Except for team talks like this, I have no idea if they were able to come up with something. They only decided that I think Jillian would go to yeah. mood. Um. So. They and then also so Christian goes, Sweet Pea goes, and also Sweet Pea and Rami. They're not able to work anything out either because Rami is, I mean, talk about stressed out. Um, he is on freak out asshole level yeah. right now. He's melting down, not able to communicate properly, and so uh, Sweet Pea's gonna go to mood and is sort of just taking ownership over the second look. Mm-hmm without while unsuccessfully trying to collaborate with Rami about this cuz Rami's just like I don't care. No. Yeah. No. Um yes. So we go off to mood. <laughs> they get their things. Mhm. Anything about this quick trip to mood? The second trip in a day? <laughs> um I don't I, I don't remember much about it except like the, you know, the camera following them trotting around yeah. yeah i think that's 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 about it um uh, we get we get sweepies there with her swatches and instead of going with a navy that she wanted she finds like a nice um a nice gray um kit picks out like a a really weird pattern it's real dumb yeah yeah, it, I mean, we can get into it about about like Kit and Ricky, but um, yeah, we will see it. We will see what yeah. she picked out. It's there. We'll see it. Yeah, they get back. They get back, and it just you know everybody who's tense gets more tense. Yeah, you know everybody has like additional freak out. Right. Um, and then we also kind of they they Tim drops them off. And then very quickly, um, they models cut to come the in models coming in. Right. So this is where the second model ends up. 
Right. Like the second, like the second model for each team is the one who's going to be wearing the ready to wear. Right. Exactly. So it, it, it seems as if there are a few teams that are ready for a, a, a fitting of some sort. Of mm-hmm. course, this is just way too early to even have a fitting for the ready to wear because they just found out about that. Yeah. So essentially they're trying on what they have of the avant-garde pieces and so we get to see a little bit of, um, you know, team talks like this only has a little bit of the jacket and we have some parts of it already from Chris and Christian for their mm-hmm. model with the circle of organza. It almost looks like they're done <laughs> with that dress. And then um, we also have this wonderful thing with, with Chris because he's like, what I hope happens tomorrow is that our model Marcia comes out onto the <laughs> and all of their jaws just drop to the floor and they never forget it for the rest of their lives. I'm like, Chris, I think you got your wish because this is the only outfit that I remember from this episode um, is what Christian and Chris end up making. Um, but then we, we get to team. I don't think we have a lot from, from Kit and, and, and Ricky here. It's just that Kit's really into what they're making. I think she's really excited. Yeah, she thinks it's she thinks it's fantastic. Yeah, and it and and I can't agree with her. I I I, I will agree with you. <laughs> so, um, all right. Uh, so she's like she's really into it. Yeah. Then we have Team Rami the Tyrant, and mm-hmm. uh, this is a sequence here where Sweet Pea is trying her best. Right. To manage Rami's neuroses, because Rami is on ten right now. Right. He's pacing back and forth between the sewing room and the workroom in his high water bell bottoms, blaming Sweepy for everything. Right. And also being really, really inappropriate in front of the model, just berating Sweepy. Mm-hmm. And who knows how this is cut together, but it really does look like they had a fitting. And then Rami didn't do anything else. All he did was travel back and forth, being like, Sweepy, why are you still cutting? Sweepy. Well, because he's like, because he's spending all of his time adding, like, uh, Flotsam and I mean, this is the, this is the thing. Yeah, Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> it's, it, this is the thing when people think that, um, that avant garde means, um, a lot of stuff. Mm hmm. And and Rami's whole design sensibility is, um, you know, elegant draping. Then he has no idea, like that, like he's trying to figure out how do I add more stuff to this, yeah, while draping at the same time. So he's so it's like, okay, well, I'll add ruching, I'll add this, I'll add that. Yeah. When really, what he should have been thinking about was how do we pare this down? Exactly. Or even like we we see we see Sweet Pea doing something that's very straightforward. She's make she's cut out her pattern mm-hmm. and she's gathering her dress. That's yeah. what she's doing. So he keeps coming on like, what are you doing? Why haven't you cut this? I'm like, she's cut it already. She's gathering a ton of fabric. Um, so you, and you can see it and gathering when when you because that's actually something that I've done. You've gathered mm-hmm. things, right? Have you gathered? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I'm the way she's doing it. Um, it looks as if she's she's like base stitched the fabric and is trying to carefully pull it 
and you don't want to break that thread that you've base stitched and she's making sure she's measuring everything it's it's very tedious what she's doing <laughs> with mm-hmm. how many gathers she's trying to put in there and she wants it to look nice um so it's just so freaking frustrating because what she's doing is very simple it's so simple i mean i i know what she's doing <laughs> it's basically yeah. and yeah. I, f- I feel like every time Rami comes out, he's grabbing something else from the table to do exactly what you said. Go back there and be like, I, you know, one of his thousands of learned techniques on this dress mm-hmm. um, and his high water bell bottoms. I just I was very bothered <laughs> by those jeans. <laughs> I hate them. Um, so. So, yes. And, and I have to say that in, in my notes, I wrote. These team challenges are really tough to talk about. They're tough because they're so stressful. And and this is a, the third team challenge we've had this season and we're only on episode 8. And yeah. I I feel like it was it was this scene with 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 Rami and Sweet Pea that I sort of started seeing the not just the toll of all the twists and the pressure of the time, but mm-hmm. also the toll of these team challenges and almost like the previous times that they did have a team challenge, they were relatively um okay you know like there right. definitely were some some dynamics there but they've it's it's sort of like they've finally worn someone down to the point where they get this kind of footage right so right i just felt really bad for for sweet pea yes um, all right so it's actually time for tim because they have to have an actual critique session mm-hmm. so but before they do that there's something else they got to do Tim asked them to gather around because they have a special guest. And it's Nathaniel Hawkins, lead stylist for Tresemme, creative team. And so they get to consult with this guy on the hairstyles for their ready-to-wear look. I mean, Mm -hmm. again, why? It's (laughs) ready-to-wear. It's, well, because it's their... Because now we realize that this is like one of the spots that Tresemme really paid for because the because Nathaniel delivers um you know we want to take this high-end look and um and make it so that it's accessible to any woman right 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 so yeah. that's so so that's like the Tresemme branding there mm-hmm. you know and then he also has a special announcement like it yes does, I mean there's there's a practical reason I get it yes yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so the prize, the ultimate prize is that the winning team will have their look with their model featured in a Tresemme ad for Elle magazine. Yes. And so Nathaniel Hawkins announces that um before the consultation. So that's really the real the main reason for this consultation because in a way again, I was I felt so badly for them because they don't have time for this. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, so, uh, so as they're sort of doing the consultation, I'm pretty sure that they're having their critiques with Tim afterwards and Tim approaches team Christian and Chris first, mm-hmm. AKA team fierce. So they're officially team fierce because that's what, what, how, how Tim has deemed them mm-hmm. and, um, 
he's he's staggered. He loves the avant-garde piece. He's like, it's just, oh, it's staggering. Oh, but this ready-to-wear look looks a little cheap here. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful because it's yet another moment where Christian is just like, Tim doesn't know anything. Tim, listen, it's not cheap. It's great. I feel like it's really luxe. I think it's expensive. I think it's so great. Right. Tim doesn't know what he's talking right. about. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tim says it looks cheap. Christian says it it will it will look expensive. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right. Next we have your favorite team kit. And Ricky. <laughs> and so here, Tim's main critique is that it's costume. And the look on Kid Pistol's face is, what? I'm confused, but it's conceptual. What are right. you talking about? Right. Because for her, the concept is, and, and let me know if this is also a leap for you, Naila, because for me, it was very much a leap. Mm-hmm. Um, since their model their model's hair look like a bird nest. So sort of this like mm-hmm. pixie style, but, but very, very much quaffed underneath mm-hmm. that they imagined that there's this woman out in the garden with her apron on and mm-hmm. she's out there amongst the birds mm-hmm. who also have nests somewhere in the garden. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, this person who's wearing this apron is also someone who's just like, flanked with lots and lots and lots of different types of fabrics mm-hmm. in an apron. And mm-hmm. so that is the connection between the bird's nest and what they're making. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. I mean, nothing more avant-garde than that. <laughs> that it's not, it's not, she's not wearing an apron. She's wearing many aprons. Right. Right. She's yes. Oh, okay. So that's the idea. Oh yeah, did you not get that? I didn't know that she was wearing mini aprons. I thought each, she was each one of those tiers on the skirt is an apron, and then the ribbons are all like gathered together in the back. Oh. Oh my gosh, I didn't get that until just now. Okay. But how is that a bird's nest? I like the connection from bird's nest to many aprons, I couldn't I I've nothing. no way to help you out there all right yeah because it's that was a revelation but it also did not get me any any way closer to the hair so i I still don't really know how the hair has inspired the piece that's okay but with kids saying and it's conceptual i'm like well conceptually great can you explain it (laughs) because concept doesn't just mean confuse or or willy-nilly like just what is the concept it doesn't make any sense and again, this is a narrative. It's not an idea. It's that right. it's like it, it. It's not a design idea. No. Like it's not based. But my big irritation with so many of these, always is that, you know, when, when I think avant garde, I think people who are really conceptualizing the design of a piece of clothing in a radically different way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I always go to like Isamiyaki, who is a person who engineers um, clothing mm-hmm. in surprising and exciting ways that allow you to rethink what a dress actually is or what it could do. Yes. Yeah, 
No, that's not a story. <laughs> that's not a narrative. It's not, and it's not a costume. It's it's about like really a design challenge, right? In the same way that like the person who invented the suspension bridge, like yeah, you know, was solving a design problem in a new way. Yeah. Anyway, um, we'll we'll talk about it later. There's all of that. There's yes. so much more to go into. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so next we have Team Rami on Asshole Mountain. And and Sweet Pea. Yes. And so uh, this is not great. It's not a good critique. Tim comes through and is looking at this. And this is the first time all season that Rami has gotten a negative critique from Tim. Usually Tim comes over and goes, stunning. Oh, it's perfect, Rami. You just do you. And so he comes over and asks them, because what they have is this corseted craziness. So corseted and uh, yeah. pleated and whatever ruffles ruching and it, tim asks is this going to surprise them the judges or are the judges going to um see it as something that they expected and right. rami goes but tim they have not seen me do corsets right <laughs> are, are yeah they've never seen me do a corset yeah, yeah it's like, like uh way to miss the point dude so many points missed so and 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 Tim is trying. He's like, no, this is what what they're asking you to do is, and I think Tim used the phrase, go many steps higher and further yes. than than you've gone before. And what yeah. I'm saying is, you have not gone high enough. And it's not just about showing them what you can do, as in they've never seen me do this. But I'm like, if you already know you can do a corset, then it's not about what the judges have seen. It's about what you're pushing yourself to do. And of course, the judges will see that, but yeah, it's also about the fact that you're not making something that looks forward-looking. Right, it's not avant-garde. It's right. just very much well, a lot of stuff. And and I, I think um, I you know I've said a number of times before, like it's you know a pretty good rule of thumb for making art is, you know, if you think you've gone too far, you're halfway there. Yeah, and. And it's and and Rami hears that as um, not as in like reinvent your design. He hears it as like, oh, you, you think it's not over the top enough? What if I put like this, like, you know, gold embroidery piece on a shoulder mm-hmm. or something? You know, it's like he he totally can't get past the idea that it should just be piling more crap on it. Yeah. It just starts to look like busy work that you've assigned to yourself. Right. It's... And then it be- and then it becomes, then the conversation sort of shifts into Rami being like, well, why don't you say something, Sweet Pea? Oh, like, gross. <laughs> you know, which is really. Oh, what a terrible exchange. Because it's yeah. clear that he was trying to deflect because um, Rami can't take criticism. It doesn't look good. And, mm-hmm. um, and Sweepy calls it out because Tim is sort of like, you know, why aren't you doing better? <laughs> right. And he goes, well, you know, sweet, it's, you know, Sweepy and I um, don't, we don't work well together. And Sweepy's like, well, no, he asks you about the dress. This has nothing to right. do with process, like our process. Of course, we're not getting along, but it has nothing to do with the fact that, Something that you've touched is what Tim is talking about right, right. now. I didn't right. I didn't work on that because you wouldn't let me, remember? Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, yeah. He just like just kind of blows smoke and tries to deflect any kind of attention away from himself because he's just freaking out right now. Hmm. Um, then we have team talks like this and it looks as if they're in good shape. They're of course very scared, but Tim really likes their coat and basically goes, you just need to execute this. And if you do it, then it will be great. Just, you just got to do it, which for them is, you know, a, it, that's like moving the earth is just doing it. So, you know, they're going to have, have a hard time just finishing something that's, that looks amazing already to Tim. So, all right. So Tim leaves and Sweet Pea sees the writing on the wall. She's freaked out by that conversation because she, she noticed that when Tim came after, not, I shouldn't even use that. When Tim, um, constructively criticized Rami mm-hmm. that Rami deflected and blamed Sweet Pea in a very weird tangential way and Sweet Pea goes you know what I'm making sure that I dot all my I's and I cross all my T's and I'm going to make an impeccable ready to wear dress because if we're in the bomb tomorrow Rami's going to throw me under the bus Right. so gotta get this together um, anything else before we head to the day of the runway? No, I think that's, I, I think it's, that's all pretty clear. Yeah. They're all tired and sad. Yeah. They are all <laughs> tired and sad. So, um, they all wake up the next morning. I don't, you know, the sun's up. So it's after six, six o'clock in the morning. Um, they head into, uh, into mood for the day of the runway. And then of course they're all pretty terrified. So Tim comes in and announces that the avant-garde models are already in hair and makeup. So he's going to be sending in their ready-to-wear models Mm -hmm. for their fitting. Uh, What I love is that um, there is a a wonderful little scene where Christian comes into the workroom and plays with the circles of organza. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He comes in and he's like, look at all of this. This is great. And I think Christian is the only happy person in the room. Chris, I think right. Chris and Christian are the only happy ones. Right. We also didn't hear like a word out of like, that's a ton of work mm-hmm. and, and yet no time management crisis from them. None. Right. Like you, like, like Chris is just at you know, like, like you hear Chris at the sewing machine, like sewing away, sewing away, sewing away. Yeah. It's the same. Uh, you, yeah, I'm so glad you pointed that out because, of course, we get the cuts of um, mostly Jillian and Victoria freaking out, and of course, yeah. uh, Sweepy and Rami because of that. Yes. Whole whatever. We we don't even see a lot of Ricky and Kit because they're also fine. But no, Christian and Chris had enough of that avant-garde look to fit their model the day before, which is insane because that's that's just crazy. Um, because of the amount of work, but we, we get in here and, uh, they're still working on, everyone's pretty much still working on the ready to wear looks. So Ricky has taken ownership of the right, the ready to wear look. He called it cake. He's like, I do this all the time. So I'm just like, does that mean we're going to get another baby doll dress like, <laughs> like last, last week? But we don't, it's something a little bit different. And, um, he, 
he admits that he's not really sure about the fabric that Kit got at Mood. And but Kit is also fine. She's like, Ricky, calm down. It's perfect. It's amazing. Yeah. It's casual. It's so fun. Um, we will talk about that later. <laughs> we'll get to that. And of course, team Jillian is really not happy about her dress because oh, Jillian's such a perfectionist. And of course, she's finishing up at the very last minute. And she's like, oh, my dress is so clearly a last minute afterthought. Does that sound like Jillian? <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you notice? <laughs> Are you sparing me? Don't answer that. Never mind. It's bad. I love you so much. (laughs) I really do. I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't think I'm going to get it. I really used to be so much better at accents. I blame the pandemic on this. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Just used to hearing more sounds, more New York accents. I'm sorry, Jillian. Anyway, I thought I'd have it. I I will also say that Kit... (laughs) is once again wearing something that is um, weirdly um, jumpsuit apron-like herself. Yeah. Wait, does she do this a lot? I I think, I, I mean, I think the reason why, like, this became part of her design is that it's a thing that she, uh, like, a number of pieces of hers have a similar neckline. Oh, interesting. To this. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I haven't no I didn't notice. Um, I'll go back and look at it. I noticed it today because she looks like her outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. So um we get to the runway, Heidi comes out. Oh, and I have to remind the listeners. So click in your show notes, mm-hmm. find the link for the cheat sheet, and then you can follow along with us. Um and then I've divvied it up but we'll we'll get to that but yeah so go ahead yeah so Heidi comes out Heidi is wearing like one of the ugliest things I've ever seen on her you think it's ugly yeah I think it's terrible I think that I think that belt is incredibly dated at Mm -hmm. this point and um and those weird gathers Mm -hmm. like the like the idea of of this dress is supposed to be that it has all these like quirky points where it's gathered. It's a kind of stretchy material. Uh-huh. And none of them make any sense to me. Doesn't it kind of look like something that Rami was trying to make? <laughs> yeah. Kinda does. Kinda does. Yeah, it's just so many tucks and twists that are unnecessary. And yeah. you know, I have to say that I've just sort of like resigned to this color. This year, whatever happened in two thousand seven so much brown and i just i was like I mean, fine fine it, you know to to be fair it was like the last the last year of the bush administration <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like dribs and drabs Ugh, so drab and dribbly i just i was just so not into it i was like well at least it's like a rich brown but i was like oh ugh so yeah. much brown um and i you know i raising my hand i used to buy brown sweaters and then and then i decided i'm like but i am like why am i doing this to myself mm-hmm. um all right so okay let's get to the cheat sheet oh before i do that 
we have our judges. Our normal judges are Nina Garcia, Michael Kors, and then our guest judge is designer Alberta Ferretti. Mm-hmm. Um, Who is a pure delight. Amazing. Yeah. Really wonderful having successful designers as guest judges on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Remember when they used to do that? <sighs> you know Before what? they had the like weird like third tier influencers yeah i mean or or you know starlets yeah just like disney children who i don't know yeah 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 who i guess are important who, who hired a good personal shopper like i you know mm. yeah no it's wonderful to have someone who actually understands how garments are made and also what what it means and and ex- real real design and aesthetic experience. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> all right. So okay. So the cheat sheet I have divvied it up. Um, so the top scores are on the top, and then we have uh, our other people on the bottom here. Right, but um, this isn't the order in which they come down the runway. It's not the order. But it's it's pretty. It's not it's not close to it. But but how do you want to talk about it? Do you want to go in order? Let's let's go to runway runway order. Okay, great. So the runway opens with a whisper, because that's Rami and Sweet Pea. Mm-hmm. So um, so we get, we finally get to see Rami's model or the avant garde model come out, and um, that's at the bottom left hand corner. So we have this really nice profile of this garment. Um, this picture mm-hmm. makes it look so much better than it did on the runway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a good photograph. You know, I, 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 I think that Rami's thing is it's, it's like you told someone to make molecular gastronomy and they thought that that meant that it had a lot of garnishes. Yes. Yeah. Because that's really what's going on. Like he, like he stuck even more stuff on the bodice of this uh on the bodice of this dress yeah which is really strange because then you have this it's almost like he made a corset with an umpure waist and then the the flowy high low of whatever flowy fabric this right. is and did absolutely nothing to that yeah and so it's just yeah this... that's all draped like it's a toga or something and so yeah what was supposed to be the hard and soft about it it seems completely different at this point. And, um, and there's a weird thing about, um, and the pants, like, it's like, why, why is she wearing these pants? Yeah. And also why, why are you putting something also not doing anything to the pants? Yeah. Why are they so normal? Yeah. And casual. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so it's very very strange even in the coloring of it because i believe you when you say that they're navy blue because that's they probably mentioned that it's not blue enough or you know or 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 whatever weird contrast you're trying to do with it yeah it's so conservative in a way that's not exciting or even avant-garde nothing more avant-garde than navy and khaki (laughs) i mean 
in the right hands. Maybe you're doing a really avant-garde. Cause, you know, we dealt with like Catholic kids last week <laughs> in mm-hmm. their uniforms. You could do it. This is an avant-garde Catholic uh, yeah. uniform. <laughs> it also has like these weird, like loose um, ribbons cascading off the back. There's so but much they're going but on. they're just short they're not really much of anything no it's anyway like tassels for no reason. sweet peas dress is um fine fine it's successfully gathered mm-hmm. that's that's all i thought about this i'm like it's gathered it makes sense it also has um that asymmetry going on with a i i don't know i think she was trying to get a little bit grecian in there but modern yeah. it's a little it's a little wonder woman yeah yeah it is a little, it is Wonder Woman. But it's like a nice, it's a nice color. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what it is. Um, yeah. And, and what's unfortunate is what came after this. Are you ready to go to the next one? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, the next one is Christian and Chris. Yeah. It's so unfortunate. I thought this was the worst way to start off this runway. With Rami and Sweepy, and then and then comes out Marcia. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah. right? Yes, I I get what you mean. Yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, because we have Marcia, who is wearing, <laughs> I mean, this concoction of mm-hmm. craziness. But in a way that is so thrilling. And so Marcia comes out. And so you'll see on the cheat sheet, she's doing her avant-garde high fashion. Right. The Christian taught her. <laughs> it's almost too much. It's it's very painful to look at it, in this photograph. It is, it is a little hilarious. A but <laughs> it also, it it is a design that actually reflects the shape of the, of, of the hairdo. It does. It's... It is, um, uh, it, it puts me in mind of the Italian pastry, um, I think Sfoglatella, that's like a, that, that looks almost like a clamshell. Oh. Um, it's like, it's like, um, it's like layers and layers of, uh, pastry, almost like a, um, uh, almost like a baklava. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, like very delicate layers and yeah, yeah. like flaky, flaky, drapey. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, so looking at this, I it's... wait, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's a, I think it's a really successful marriage between Chris March's engineering skills and mm-hmm. ability to provide impact and Christian's, um, uh, you know, uh, fascination with frilliness. Right, right. And and I, you know, what's wonderful is that that's still a, a thread in his brand mm-hmm. to, this, to this day. And also, you know, the the top of that. Pretty sure you can see it. Um, it's it's you can see it better in the ready to wear next to it but um that motif of having the almost like the tuxedo pleated front is something that we've seen christian do before he's obsessed mm-hmm. with that with those tiny yeah. pleats 
So, yeah, I agree. Like, that part was very Christian Siriano. The concept was very much his. But then, uh, yeah, the extravagance of it was yeah. was Chris March. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chris, Christian has never shown us the ability to actually execute to the scale of his ambition before mm-hmm. now. Right, right. And I think what was great is that Christian was obsessed with the model and Chris was looking at Nina (laughs) during this whole thing. Um, And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, this is like my favorite, one of my favorite Nina moments Mm -hmm. because it's sort of just like she is on this whole time. She's on a first date with someone she finds extremely attractive Mm -hmm. and she's so nervous. She's just like, Oh my gosh. Oh my Oh my gosh, look, I, just, I had to contain myself. Like, I'm so happy to be here and to see this thing that I didn't know that I needed. And, oh, but it's right there. It's here. Because, mm-hmm. again, the contrast of seeing Rami and Sweepy, where it's kind of perplexing, and then this. And it's just it's just really amazing. And Marcia right. did, an, did a wonderful job because it was just – it framed her face. It framed her hair. It was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we have the ready-to-wear look that comes out that – translates pretty well i you know and i'm like i don't care that it's just a khaki skirt i think Mm -hmm. that you know we got that top it makes the most amount of sense and also i think they had 12 hours to make this outfit so yeah what else do you did you expect yeah yeah um but again like i just thought that the fact that they were able to pull the first outfit off is just, Mm -hmm. just amazing Yes. Yeah. It's, next. It's, it's great. Okay. So next we have Sweet Pete. I'm sorry. Kid Pistol and and Ricky. So unfortunate because I think this is the moment we hear as as Kit's avant-garde piece is going down the runway. We have the voiceover from Kit saying that she's like, I think I did this wrong. It looks like everyone yeah. else was going for serious fashion. Mm-hmm. And I was going for definitely costume fun fairy tale mm-hmm. fashion. And I don't think that's right. Because her let's let's talk about this piece. Yeah. So we First of all, big mistake in terms of color. Oh my gosh. So can you describe the color on this? I mean, it it goes from peach um through a variety of sheer and printed fabrics ending up with like a deeper uh red yeah at the bottom tier and if you look at the like all of the gathered um the the bows for the aprons tied in the back mm-hmm. they're um sort of carefully uh gradiated you know so that they have a certain amount of impact yeah but the overall shape of it is basically a peach hoop skirt yeah it's like a it's like that's what the dress looks like and all of this sort of noodling about about all of the other things that you wanted it to do didn't really translate into the form yeah now here's like i'm just having a thought about this now like you know what if you took uh like a batch of the boning that you had or 
or sticks that you gathered and sort of started cutting into that dress and sewing like branches and stuff onto it. Like if you if it's mm -hmm. about a bird's nest, yep. like make it about like the collision between all of these aprons and a nest, like yeah. an actual nest. Yeah. You know, what if you flipped up the bottom of that hoop skirt so that it, you know, that that it like didn't go all the way to the floor but revealed like it's, you know, it's underneath so that it was sort of like a bowl or something. I don't yeah. know. It's just like, I think that a lot of what happens is that people get really wedded to an idea and then they have such little time that they, they get focused on executing that idea. Mm -hmm. Whereas if they took a little bit extra time and just went back in and kind of fucked up what they made, mm -hmm. they would actually come up with something that looked better. Yeah. It's, it's almost sort of like, you know, it's, it, it, it's in a weird way. It's, it is sort of like the opposite of, I don't know. It's not the opposite of Rami, but like it's like like they messed up in a way that I think Rami sort of messed up, but yeah. opposite. And and you know, and, and because I I've because because it it's almost like that that would tie it at least a little bit to the 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 bird's nest because yeah. you could get away with having it look a little little messy down there and yeah and and i know with kit her whole thing of i think i'm just interpreting how she re responded to to tim saying this looks costume she was she was kind of like but didn't you say we could do that i'm like no he didn't say that he said <laughs> it doesn't even have to be wearable it's like right. it doesn't even have to be it has to be fashion but it doesn't have to be wearable or practical and right. you sort of made something based off of a very very practical kind of garment Mm -hmm. And so you you've sort of whereas Rami was just like, you know, jamming stuff on that corset. It's like you've laid this out so neatly and um it's almost so wearable that it's like you definitely left so much room for you to 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 be creative. Like there's no it's this really isn't very creative right. at at the end, right. of, the end of it. Um, right. Yeah, you're remaining so wedded to your initial decisions that you can't see the way that they're actually keeping you from making a more interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, well, you know, go ahead, layer a bunch of different types of fabrics together. It's fine. Um, or, but or do it next like, week. <laughs> or actually sew aprons. Like, like, yeah. like that was like one, two, three, four, five... You know, if they actually sewed like ten different aprons and then tied them onto the model in different directions, yeah, and much better, so much better. It's like, oh, what are you doing with that sleeve, or what's going on with that neckline? You're doing something new with with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, not great that Kit is also wearing something that's a similar silhouette. She's wearing yeah. the ready to wear outfit anyway. Yeah. Because like, here's this ready to wear. <laughs> Well, the ready to wear is is really really embarrassing. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. It is a really uh, I mean, she picked out a really that's a terrible print. It's and real bad. and um and it is 
you know, it's it's got this weird sort of halter that's not very interesting that has any doesn't have anything to do with the other Mm -mm. garment. It's like it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, no, there's no it. it, I think I think it's taking off from the very bottom layer of the hoop dress, the part of the hoop dress that we pay the least amount of attention to. Right. Is what that dress is made out of. Um, And also those shoes. I'm just saying, you know. It's she's not styled great. She's got a black bracelet and black like yeah. two inch heels and um, yeah, it just was not that very doesn't, doesn't look good. No, and also horribly to be like followed up by the next model. <laughs> I just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, my okay. This is why I love coats, Nealon. <laughs> yeah, I no, I'm 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 there with you. So next we have team talks like this. So uh, Victoria and Jillian, the avant-garde piece comes out. We have our Steph, uh, Jacqueline, who is stomping like a horse in mm-hmm. the apocalypse. It's it's amazing. She just she, she comes like just trotting down this runway mm-hmm. with this um, like Victorian looking, you know, jacket. Um, that's got all the elements that she, that you want. It's functional. It opens. It closes. It's got great sleeves. It's black. It's got a really beautiful plaid pink lining. The collar is great. And then underneath, she's wearing a full-on outfit. She's got a, some riding pants that are mm-hmm. khaki. She also looks like she's wearing a uniform. What is up with this like white shirt and khaki pants? But she's wearing like khaki jumpers. And um, a very well-fitted white blouse um, that we see later has a really cute little plaid bustle on the back. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I no, oh. but but really, Naylan, this is why I like coats. This <laughs> this is it's not the only reason why, but I I love I love I love this coat. I just love it so much. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and it functions as its own. Um, it, it could totally function as its own garment as we talk about later on. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and the ready to wear is, uh, sort of off the shoulder t-shirt dress that has a bunch of ruffles on one side. Right. Um, with some of the plaid worked into it. I do have to say that I'm really, I mean, this is. 13 years ago, but the, the sort of design equation of punk and plaid oh, is yeah. a little tiresome to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, we're, we're no, no, it is. I have nothing else to add to that. <laughs> That's all. I, it's like, I, I, I realized that she's got the plaid in there because they're trying to signal punk. Yeah, I it's so funny because I don't get punk at all from this. I get no, equestrian, no, yeah, badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's and and it's a nice use of the plaid and everything like that. It's just every time that they were trying to, I I just you heard it throughout when they were talking about oh she had a really punky edge, mm-hmm. you know because she had a faux hawk on. I yeah. think the equestrian references are much more successful than the supposedly punk references. Yeah, I totally agree. So, um, 
So yeah. judgment time. All right. So time to uh, bring out the designers and announce who the top scorers and the low scorers are. So this mm-hmm. is new. Mm-hmm. They announced the low scoring teams. That is Team Kid Pistol and Team Ronnie. Mm-hmm. So they leave the stage because right. they want they to talk to the high to... scoring teams yes. first. So that the so that the other folks can stew in, you know, worry and recrimination. Oh man. Um so that leaves Team Christian and Chris and then Team yeah. Jillian and Victoria. Mm-hmm. And they go to Chris and Christian first. And and it's Nina. It's This is all Nina. Nina goes, okay, who designed what first? Can we see the, mm-hmm. the, the back of my extremely attractive date? Like, can we, this person who I'm just, I'm so flustered, mm-hmm. can we see the back? She loves it. It's great. Um, Michael Kors used the words soigné for the first time. I love that. That, that you can tell that he that's how you know that he really liked it. Even though it's like, okay, let's face it, the skirt on the ready to wear is a throwaway, but it's mm-hmm. like no one cares about the ready right. to wear look. Everyone cares about this avant garde look. Um even um Alberta Ferretti is just mm-hmm. it just it's just it's I'm. It's a wonderful moment. It's a very wonderful moment on this show because they're all clearly taken by this. Yeah. Well, and it's also like the level of a, the level of accomplishment is undeniable. Yes. In that, in that dress. Yes. It's like it's like, oh yeah, this is. Um, we all know. Everybody sitting on that judging panel knows exactly how much work went into making that. Yes. Yeah. I really, really appreciated that. Um, also because, you know, Nina was like, this is this is the L cover right now. Yes. Yes. Can I yeah. take this off the stage and just make this the feature? Mm-hmm. Did it win? And we're like, no, Nina, we have to kind of go down the line <laughs> and talk to everyone else. Um, so the, the next team is, of course, Team Victoria and Jillian. And they mm-hmm. talk about this, like, yes, it was a a punk and a question le motif, la la la. And this is where they they ask them, let's take the coat off. Can we see what's underneath there? And they show the rest of the outfit. And mm-hmm. and I thought it was what, what what I really liked about this is that Victoria made the undergarment, so she made the the jumpers and and the the white um, shirt. Um, and Jillian pretty much made that whole jacket by herself. But they all decided that the jacket was so amazing that it mm-hmm. Victoria was totally fine with them not seeing it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there's a little bit of insecurity there. But also, I, I think mostly it was um, pride in what her teammate did. And mm-hmm. I, I just really liked it. She was like, I was willing to sort of just like let the jacket overpower, you know, because it was such an overpowering piece. Like, let mm-hmm. that shine. And then we'll have this other dress that Jillian also made. Yeah. <laughs> In a sense um so i really like that camaraderie because the two of them are just kind of insufferable um yes it's a nice moment with them yeah where yeah. it's like you know they they can finally relax and and um and enjoy it yeah um anything else to say about them before we talk to the losers nope all right let's go to the losers i'm just kidding 
out come the, the lowest, losers. The lowest scoring designers come back out. So we have Rami and Sweepy and uh, Kit and Ricky. Right. So they talk to Rami and Sweepy first. Mm-hmm. And they asked Rami, so Rami, let, tell us about your avant-garde design. And he goes, well, I, you know, I saw my model's hair and instantly I thought of a corset, and, you know, and pairing with the, uh, with the pants because we have the hard and the soft two odds mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. each other. And we meet them at a very elegant between or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, they call out Sweet Pea's dress. Right. That it's. More forward-looking, more avant-garde than yeah. what Rami's made, and uh, it is devastating for Rami. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. And not only do they like Sweet Pea's dress better, but they're tired of the draping. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sort of like what Tim said. Yeah. And then they're talking about, like, how to fix it. And Sweepy was saying, like, I wanted to have this big explosion of fabric out of her butt, which is like, "Mm, you know, quit while you're ahead, Sweepy. You can see see how well, like, explosions of fabric out of the butts have done for um, Elisa and, and, you know, your your fellow inhabitants at the bottom. Yeah. Um, Yeah. you I know. mean, because she, cause she wanted to do, like, a a bustle. I'm actually kind of glad that they didn't do that because, you know, I, who knows what that would have looked like. But um, it wouldn't have solved the problem. No, it, it would have been, yeah, it would have been more of what Rami was doing, which is just yeah. adding on more stuff. Um, yeah. But I, I, I love that Alberta, but I think, looked at Rami's thing and was like, it's too normal. It's too yeah. normal, that dress. I just yeah it's so true and i was so i was expecting rami to basically said what he said in the workroom he's like but you have not seen me do corsets or whatever but he kind of demurred and just basically blamed sweepy instead of rami doesn't talk back to the judges no rami like like rami has that relationship to authority Hmm. right where it's like oh you know what Yes, that makes sense. Because that's why he deflects onto Sweet Pea. So he attacks exactly. Sweet Pea instead of actually yeah. answering questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because essentially he was like, the reason why we didn't actually do a successful avant-garde piece is because, you know, Sweet Pea and I, we just don't work We have well. a hard time working together. Yeah, no, we right. just don't do that. Um, and then Michael Kors, who is just swinging on all cylinders or... Was that swinging on the back? Firing on, firing Fire, on all cylinders. Yes, mixing metaphors. Firing on all cylinders with the feedback because he's like, no, the the great collaborators out there, uh, the the houses that have more than one designers or the mm-hmm. teams out there, it's not as if they're doing great because they get along or they have the same aesthetics. No, it's because they challenge each other. They're not. They don't all do the same thing, which is what makes them interesting. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was really great to give them that kind of feedback because it was a it was also a very constructive way of telling Rami to take responsibility for yourself. Yeah. I'm hoping it got in there, but I don't know. But it was that's what I felt like Michael Kors was doing. Mm-hmm. Um anything else about about them before we move on? No. All right. Now we have Kit and Ricky. 
mm-hmm. and they didn't say much. Kitten, right. Ricky didn't really say that much. Just like a lot of. We don't hear much about mouth. the bird's nest. We hear about we hear about this other stuff. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. Um, uh, Alberta Ferretti calls it. it oh, the, the, the this is this is one of my favorite moments <laughs> in the entire show. Okay, you do it. Is uh, <laughs> which which took me a little while to decode <laughs> as being um it's to Scarlett O'Hara. Yes. But it but 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 here but it's, like but it's Scarlett O'Hara. It is but it's but it's cheap. It's just not to right. again. It's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheap. It's cheap cheap Scarlett O'Hara. And I was like, oh <laughs> I love you. I love you. I mean, it's I I just really love I love that too, and it yeah. it's sort of um then they start pretty much to use up a '90s term they start bagging on the dress. Heidi yeah. Klum goes after he's like it the satin is wrinkly I just want to steam it, and then yes. Nina goes like if I were pulling for the cover of Elle magazine I would not pull this this dress. Right, and she's just not into it, and she and then she goes, "The ready to wear is also shitty." <laughs> it's like they're just, they just like scrape them down, um, and they don't they don't like any of it. And Ricky is just moving his hand all over his face in in embarrassment the whole mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, in, any anything else about this interaction with them? I think I wrote down all the stuff that they said nope they send him off backstage yes um we get some judges deliberation yeah yeah it's i would say that this is sort of where it came out very blatantly that they recognized that rami was blaming sweet pea for all of the issues and they did not like that Mm -hmm. um heidi klum for this episode was also team talks like this until the judging deliberation with all the designers mm-hmm. uh, backstage because she she's like he was blaming sweet pea and i was like there goes heidi come on yeah. heidi let's like yes. bring it out because she's like still doing this sing-song voice in season four but you know she, that this is like season eight heidi coming out <laughs> so um are you ready for the other designers to come back out yes all right so they bring everyone back on stage and Nalen, who's the winner that gets immunity and the Tresemme ad? It is our own little Christian Siriano. Yay! Yay. And I will say that, like, Chris seems genuinely happy for him. Yes. I mean, it's because when they, so they, they announce it and they go, they go backstage and mm-hmm. it's so adorable where they're just trying to hold it together until they're out of earshot yes. of, the, of the judges. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just glee. It's just joy. Yeah. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> um, because also they, so they're all in the shoot. So it's going to be Christian and Chris. Yes. And then both models are, both are in models. that. Yeah. So it's amazing. Um, and also, oh my God, it's so much notoriety for Christian because like he's twenty one. 
Oh, right. Being, being young, I don't have a lot of press. I don't have yet. any press. Is, is the line that he uses. It's like, I don't have a lot of press yet. So thank you, yep. dear. Yep. Yep. You are adorable. So, so, so much. Um, um, yeah. And then we find out that Victoria and Jillian are also safe. Yes. Um, I would have been okay if they won, but... I, it was. It's clear. It's clear that Christian and Chris need to win this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then, then we announce who goes home. Well, we get. We get. Um. Let's see. Who else is safe? We hear. That's. Oh. So. So I, we hear that. Um. Ricky is safe. Ricky's right? safe. So and and again, he's on the verge of tears as yeah. he walks off. Yeah. Um, and then we hear that Sweet Pea is safe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, and then it comes down to Rami and Kit. And, mm-hmm. And who goes home? Kit Pistol. Kit Pistol. Who doesn't believe in regrets? So yeah, yeah, she had a fun time. Yeah. And, you know, she she went back to designing for TV shows. And I, it, I looked up. Her oh, yeah. TV. You looked up. And that's yeah, I did. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where can any sense of where we can see her work? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So she did. Oh, God. Wait, why? Why is it not coming up? Um, she she did a show that I actually do want to see. But um sorry I, I i i don't i don't recall but <laughs> she has like an imdb page where it's clear like she's she's been making i think the most recent is in um 2019 mm-hmm. so yeah no she's been working on on tv this whole time wait i'm gonna i'm gonna pull her cool. up real quick because uh, there is a show that she she um did work on that i need to see throwing shade so oh, do you okay. know that? Yeah. Do you know the podcast? I do know that podcast. That podcast. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah, yeah. They tried a TV show for them. It didn't go too far. But she was a costume designer for for Throwing Shade, um, the TV version. Um, but she's worked on Stargate Origins, and mm-hmm. most recently, there's a like Veronica. I don't know what this is, but there's also Smashing Pumpkins. Silvery Sometimes, which is a video short. She did that for them mm-hmm. in 2018. And she worked in the Jim Jeffries show. And um, yeah. And yeah. So cool. she's all over the place. Well, there you go, kid. Yeah. Oh, she The Talking Dead. Oh, all right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, Dancing with the Stars. Anyway. Yeah. So, so, mm-hmm. so, so, kid. Kids got kids out there and uh, doing what she loves, like because she came from TV and she and that's what she went back to doing. Um, yeah. So, so Nalan, any other thoughts before we say goodbye? Um, no, not necessarily. I mean, this felt like a really sort of solid episode yeah. of um of project runway i mean this is it's like when i think about this season this is kind of what i remember yes in a funny way yeah exactly it's um yeah yeah 
so so yeah it's it seems sort of solid yeah i'd agree i mean i've been sort of waiting for this episode all season <laughs> this, is, this mm-hmm. is like my favorite mm-hmm. my favorite episode um and it's not only it's mostly because of what christian and chris made and also because of jillian's jacket like that's mm-hmm. just my i think that's my favorite thing of this season so far um all right Nalen. so can you remind the listeners how they can find you and also if you have anything to share with them then um then please do um I have um, you. You can reach me uh, uh, on Twitter at um, Nalen Blake, all one word. On Instagram uh, at, at Nalen W Blake, although I'm I'm not posting there very often. Um, and uh, my own uh, rarely updated website, um, NalenBlake.net. And then um, I wanted to say to you, maybe we shouldn't reveal this yet, but I do have an idea for um, some Patreon content that you and I could, you and I could do. Yes, so, yes, yes. Okay, so we, we will talk about this. Um, yeah, we'll discuss this uh, when we wrap up here. <laughs> so stay tuned, listeners. We'll it's leave a you wonderful with a cliffhanger. Teaser. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I don't really have anything to share either. Um, you know, I'm I'm on the interwebs at Ernez and H E R N E A S E and on my website, ErnezDavis.com. Um, I mean, that's the only thing is just that that's what's still in my mind because you know we're sort of at the end of this. We did talk about this off podcast that today uh, John Lewis was um, late to rest. And yes. um, I'm just very, uh, I just, you know, I'm pleased to have been able to have met him briefly and um, continue to be impacted by him. But also, um, it, I'm just constantly reminded by him and also my ancestors <laughs> that it's important to vote. So mm-hmm. um, those those are just sort of the thoughts that I want to share with everyone. And again, um, please, please write into us with any of your thoughts and your opinions or even your rants. Thank you so much to, to those of you who are sending in um, your emails. And then also if we gather enough, I would love to do like another episode where we do go through them and read them. So if, if you have any questions, then feel free to, to send those in. Um, and then if we acquire enough, then we can have like another gathering where we just go through listener letters, uh, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, that's it. Nalen, what a joy. <laughs> Always really, really lovely, Ernest. I'm so, um, I'm, I'm so happy to get to spend time with you. Yes, same, same. Aw. All right, well, listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Please continue to take care of yourselves as best as you can and mm-hmm. of each other. Mm-hmm. And um, until next time, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye.